Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. It's going now. Okay, cool. I think seven, eight, yeah. It's recording. Alright, right, let's get started. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve and here with me is Fred. Hey guys. And we got returning to our show, Bert Cameron. Hey guys. Wait, 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 wait a second. Isn't there something missing there? Yeah, Kevin can't make it. Oh, Kevin! He had to like work or something. What is Boom. that all about? <laughs> and me, I'm leaving work early so I could get home in time and try to eat something real quick and get on the show and not hold you guys up. And, and this guy, oh, I got a call. I got to go to South Jersey. Oh, well, then. <laughs> And I, I feel for him then if he's going to South Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We live in the northwest part of Jersey, so he has probably a, a three-hour drive each way. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah, I feel for him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is episode number 103, OHB with Bert. So let's first catch up with everyone's week real quick, and then we'll kind of go into the main topic and, and talk about OHB. That, that's an exciting event coming up uh I think a week after this podcast gets released. So, uh, Fred, you want to go first? <laughs> what? Huh? You, you With what? How, my, your... my whole not a zilch, zip, and zero? <laughs> yeah, did you do anything in the hobby or anything? No. <laughs> I bought stuff. Oh, that's cool. What'd you get? Might know that you had that whole Black Friday uh-huh. weekend sales and all that stuff. Sure. Um, I got some stuff for my Elster gift recipient. Apparently, we're doing a little gift exchange within the flight test community group that we have on on uh facebook so yeah i bought my my recipients some stuff uh got myself some batteries propellers you know just odds and end type things yeah awesome nothing, nothing overly exciting yeah blanker stuff, blanker <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah you know planker stuff yeah you call them planker stuff right sticks of all right balls, that's uh... the way the episode's gonna go i see how this is <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see uh so i'll go into my week uh flew on saturday let's get to meet up with the guys we, you know kevin um the mcclellans uh mike mongo our club president mike just a whole bunch of folks uh muse and everyone was out at the club it was actually quite warm for jersey weather in november um yeah it was like 58 degrees it was t-shirt weather it was insane it was great so, yeah, I got a chance to fly a couple hours. It was like four flights on my Black Thunder and then two on the Synergy N7. Just, you know, good times hanging out with friends. I did have to cut it a couple, you know, I did have to cut it short to only a couple hours. It was my mother's uh, 70th birthday, so I couldn't stay out too long. I had to get a cake and celebrate and do lunch with her. So so that was cool. Um, but nonetheless, it was a great time. It's, you know, always fun to go out and fly and Beat the air into submission with these hellies. Besides that, I did nothing else really in the hobby. Um, been just busy with work and, you know, around doing stuff around the house and stuff. Set up the Christmas tree and, you know, family time stuff. So, uh, what about you, Bert? I had a great week. I worked my butt off for Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, I, <laughs> actually, no, I, um, I worked a little bit Thursday and Friday. It wasn't too bad. And then Saturday, I went to Torches, mm-hmm. you know, our oh. local club here. And, uh, you know, it's been kind of dead for the last several months. But for some reason in the last, I would say in the last month or two, it's picking up. And, uh, you know, there were a lot of people there Saturday. I mean, more than usual, probably about 20, 30 people, which nice. was really cool. Yeah. And uh, you guys, you guys have got to be hitting the peak weather down there right now. Yeah, exactly. When you guys go downhill, we go uphill. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, we had probably what I think it was seventy five for the high, and wow. uh, sunny skies, absolutely no wind, beautiful. Nice. Um, so you know, I flew probably about six, seven flights, which is kind of unusual for me. And uh, I mean, I used to fly more than that, but lately I've just been lazy, so I just hang more <laughs> and help other people and just you know enjoy sure. the camaraderie. But yeah. I got about. Probably about four flights on my new Thundersport with the USA scheme, which nice. we call the Freedom Edition. Mm-hmm. And I got a flight on my Fireball. And then at the end of the Fireball flight, I wanted to fly more, but at the end of the Fireball flight, I uh, 
decided to do an auto with a uh, a bailout at the end, and then it never bailed out. So <laughs> it just went, <laughs> it went right into the ground and uh, broke the blades and uh, broke some uh, servo uh, horns and stuff. That's really all the damage I did. But uh, obviously, I couldn't fly it anymore. But we had a good, we had a great time. Oh, and then awesome. Monday was uh, shipping orders all day. Monday yeah. and Tuesday. Well, Monday is Cyber Monday for you, right? So Yeah, yeah. Plus all the orders that built up from the weekend and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was quite busy. So we, we had a busy time the last couple of days. Nice. Yeah. Busy's good. good busy's week. good, you know, when you're on your own business, yeah. right? So Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So let's kind of go into the main topic right now. Um, so OHB, Orlando Heli Blowout. So yep. this is uh, so we basically want to kind of know get to know all about OHB. It was really before I got into helicopters, I didn't even know what this event was, and um, until more recently, you know, this is something that I hear is is one of the premier events to go to, um, especially being that you know most of America starts to get frozen up north, you know, <laughs> so people like to kind of migrate down south to uh, Florida and and you know go enjoy some nice heli weather, so. So how long, how long has OHB been going on? OHB started in 2008. Okay. So this is the 10th year of the event. Oh, nice. And started, we had a, uh, you know, it was originally done by Torches as a club. Mm-hmm. And we had a president at the time, the president of the club at the time, his name is uh, Alex Alex Oxit. He was um, he was our club president back in that time. I would say in 2000, 2006, Alex was the president. He decided to do a small event. Yeah. And, and Torches used to have two fields, one on the east side of town, one on the west side of town. The, the east field, we lost ever since. But back mm-hmm. in the day, um, the field was adjacent to a uh, like a drag strip, like uh, – it's called uh, Orlando's Pete World, where people used to go and like there was. It's kind of like a, a like a racetrack and a drag strip and everything else. Nice. And people go and race and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were right next to that. So it was a big facility, and we and Alex decided to do an event there, and we held it back in 2006. And you know, it, it wasn't very well organized in the sense that it was just kind of like done at the last minute, sort of last minute decision. Right. But it went really, really well. And then um, he kind of he I think somebody else replaced him as the club president at the time, and and uh, I don't think he was very motivated. But he he always had this idea to just do a big event. And back in those days, we had an event here in Florida called Mulberry that used to take place in a town, you know, Mulberry, Florida, which is uh, near Lakeland. For the people that are familiar with Florida, it's like an hour drive from Orlando or so. Okay. And that was a very big event that used to take place in November. So at some point in time, we had a club meeting. I think this is by now 2007 or 2008, somewhere in there. And everybody's like, yeah, we got to pursue an event idea, blah, 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 blah. And we came up with names and everything else. And I don't remember who it was, but somebody said, oh, why don't we call it the blowout? And they're like, yeah, let's do Orlando helicopter blowout. And so our first Orlando helicopter blowout took place in... 2008 um, at a club called RCACF, Radio Control Association Central Florida. Okay. It still exists. Um, it's, it still exists, and it's primarily an airplane, prim- primarily airplane uh, people there, you know, plankers. Um, big field, like nice field, like they have a paved runway that's, uh, I don't know, I think like four or 500 feet long. I mean, it's a really nice facility. Nice. And um, at the time, we already had the club. We're in the west. We had, we're in the process of losing the east field, um, but we still had our west field. But the west field is owned by a city here, a city of Winter Garden. So it was really difficult, if not impossible, to get permission from them to to run the event there. All right. And we had no facilities. We had nothing. Literally, it was just a big open field. Mm-hmm. So we teamed up with these guys from this club, RCACF, and I was good friends with the president at the time. He was also the president of AMA District 5, Jose Soto. And we talked to him and we said, hey, can we do the event at your club? Let's work out an arrangement. Mm-hmm. And he was very receptive. And we made the first blowout there, awesome. 2008. It, it was kind of a club-run uh, event uh, with me and Terry Shirley. Um, 
Kerry Shirley is, is the founder of Torches. Um, he's one of the two founders. Okay. So Kerry Shirley and Cliff Hyatt, um, for the people that have been in the hobby for a long time, Cliff Hyatt was um, uh, world champion F3C um, for many years. Like he won like the world um, F3C. Like it's very, very well known for F3C. In fact, his son, um, Daniel Hyatt, is competing at the world's. Um, these, you know, in this time and time, you know, this time and age, I guess you could say. Um, and he's doing really well as well. But anyway, so Kerry, one of the founders of Torches, who's mm -hmm. now the treasurer, he's been the treasurer for years and years. And I, um, eventually kind of picked up on, you know, the main, as being the main organizers of the event. Cause the less that as years went on, there were less and less volunteers from the club that were, willing to put in the time and effort to help run the event. So Carrie and I eventually just took the reins of the event. And uh, after a lot of negoti negotiation with the city of Winter Garden and all kinds of things, we decided to move it to our, to our Westfield, and we finally got authorization and permission to run it there. So we moved there, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, could have been 2012, and we've been running it there ever since. Awesome. But to put it in perspective, the first year of OHB, which is 2008, we didn't think it was going to be very big, and we had 130 pilots in wow. 2008. That's not yeah. bad, yeah. Over the course of the next couple of years, we've thrown the event to almost 200 pilots, and even though the facility at RCACF was really nice, and it worked great for flying, had this really cool um, sort of uh, backdrop, uh, you know, you had a paved runway, and then you flew over the runway, and and then right past the runway kind of dropped down into a little down into i wouldn't call it a cliff but you know downhill like it yeah. had this really cool downgrade. Um, backdrop for fun yeah but the 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 amount of room behind the pits between the pits and the parking area was very limited so it was really difficult to get a lot of people in and out um there was very little room for cars to drive up and down the field mm-hmm so we finally got the permission from the city of Winter Garden to host the event our, at our local field, uh, you know, our West Field. Mm -hmm. And that's when we moved it. I think it was 2012. And then obviously a, a big challenge came came along with that because, again, we didn't have any facilities there. Right. So at this point, we, you know, we had to start renting everything, you know, sure. from bringing porta potties to food vendors to, mm -hmm. you know, everything. But yeah, and then it just, it, it's been, it took off from year one until today and i mean i think at the peak of the event we had 347 registered pilots nice so yeah pretty decent size yeah pretty decent size yeah. so the torches is a club that holds it um does that stand for something or is it like uh, an acronym for something yeah torches stands for the orlando radio control helicopter society Ah, okay. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> and, and again, that was, yeah, that was founded by, uh, Carrie Shirley and Cliff Hyatt mm -hmm. in 1988. Awesome. So it's been around for what? Almost 30 years now? It's 80, wow, 88, yeah. 88, sure. uh, tw uh, 20 years, 20 years, right? Yeah, 20 years. No, oh, no 30. Jesus, oh, my, yeah. my math is messed up. 29, 29 yeah, years. Yeah, 29, almost 30. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. exactly, exactly. Nice. And, uh, so, so Torches is the club that, obviously um started the blowout and then carrie and i took the blowout on our own because of lack of club support to a degree mm -hmm. um not to say the club doesn't cooperate but it was yeah it, it was it, it, the club it wasn't the club their priority and the correct and the club membership changes the you know the the active members change have right. changed probably three or four times over the last 10 years so you, you know, you always get, you know, a group of members that are very eager to help and they want to volunteer and they want to make it happen. And then that yeah. group of people, for some reason, they get busy or commitments or family or whatever. And then, like, you have no help. And then, like, two years later, a new group of people kind of surfaces out of nowhere. Yep. And then they help. And it's just always been kind of, like, inconsistent. So Carrie and I have been the ones that have been, like, pretty much running the event, I would say, since year one, you know, okay. directly or indirectly. Yeah, but totally 100% our responsibility for the last, I would say, six, seven years. Wow. Okay. So, wow. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to get into some, you know, some memories and moments, but kind of let's get over like the, 
the more business aspect, I'll say. So um, right off the bat, you know, do you guys have sponsors for the event? Yeah, yeah, we always do, and we're very mm-hmm. thankful to them, of yeah, course. Yeah, do you want to give absolutely. them a little shout-out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we um, the, the thing is, when we started the event, and I'll make the story very brief, when we mm-hmm. started the event, we wanted to – we wanted to have an event that was like stress free, yeah. all about having fun. Um, if you were like a company in the hobby and you just wanted to show up, we just like literally let you show up and there were no requirements, no restrictions, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like the way that we all in the club within the club wanted to maintain this. Sure. But over time, you know, the event started to gain more and more popularity. Mm-hmm. So it got to this point where we had these little drama. I call them drama wars between <laughs> sponsors. So sponsor X would bring in like 30 freaking beach flags with their logo right, on and put right, them on right. the field. And sponsor Y would be like, well, why are they doing that? And sponsor Z is like, well, this is unfair. And it, it's just it. Yeah. So this happened right around, I think, two years in. I would say 2010, maybe 2011. Mm-hmm. So Gary and I got together and we decided we have to have sponsorship levels. Yeah. And these guys need to, you know, there needs to be a sponsorship package, kind of like Urcha. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not to compare ourselves with Urcha, but, you know. Yeah, um, just some structure. Be some, yeah, some structure. There you go. And that's how we did it. So we came up with the um, sponsorship levels. And, you know, based on the level and their contribution, they get a certain amount of space. They, they get tents, mm-hmm. tent space. They get demo time. They get, you know, the amount of flag spanners they can put up at the field. And, right. you know, like the whole package. Mm-hmm. So, so we've been really, you know, I, I couldn't be more thankful to our sponsors for all the support that, you know, they've brought to the event. They've yeah. been bringing to the event over the past, you know, 10 years. Um, this year we have, I hate it. I'm, I'm, I'm naming them in alphabetical order. So I hate to say BK designs first, because that's like a, <laughs> that's a, that's a self pitch, but it's uh-huh. alphabetically, um, alphabetically is the first one with the B and it, that's for premium sponsors. Okay. So we have um, BK Designs, Empire Hobby, mm-hmm. Miniature Aircraft, nice. coming from Germany, mm-hmm. um, Scorpion, you know, George Van Gansen, he's always very uh, kind, generous, and a huge supporter of our event, Synergy huge RC, yep. mm-hmm. um, and nice. SAB Heli Division. Nice. Um, and then for basic sponsors, we have Aeropanda, um, mm-hmm. which is out of, you know, East Coast, Florida, yep. uh, Denny Milnick. We have a line um, with Gail. Nice. Um, coming all the way from uh, California with Alan Zabo. Mm-hmm. Um, we have A Main Hobbies, nice. uh, Bavarian Demon, Heli Direct, Mikado USA, Random Heli, RC Heli Hangout. The Hangout guys are sponsoring it. Believe yeah, it or not. I know. Uh-huh. Um, Rotor, Rotorcraft RC and Expert Servos. Awesome. So we have a decent lineup considering you know the hobby's gone a little bit down mm-hmm. in the helicopter sector for the last couple of years. We still have a, a really nice lineup going on. Nice. So, yeah, we're really thankful for, for all the sponsors because we obviously could not make this happen without right. them, no doubt. Awesome. So, And then do you have some featured pilots too? Oh, man, the list is huge. <laughs> we have a <laughs> banner on the uh, on our Facebook page, but we got, God, I mean, I can't even remember them all. We got Alan Zabel again coming. Mm-hmm. We got Andrew Molino. We got, uh, oh. Obviously, Bobby Watts is a local. He'll be there. Kyle Stacy's a local. He'll mm-hmm. be there. Um, we have Chris Damanti. We have mm-hmm. uh, Duncan and uh, um, Duncan Bocion is coming from from France as well. Yeah. Um, Jamie Robertson's coming. Uh, Justin Cook, who's a local too. Kyle Dole's going to mm-hmm. be here. Nice. Let me see. I mean, there's a lot. Obviously, Matt Bodos sure. is going to be here. We got um, for the people that remember Tal Rockledge from Israel. He'll sure, be here. SAB he kind of yeah. took a yeah. He took a break for the last two or three years. He's grown up, man. He's tall yeah. now. Oh, is we he? Got, um, <laughs> oh yeah. He's like yeah. He doesn't look anything like he did last time I saw him. Really? I okay. saw a picture. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> else we got we got mitch morosa's nick maxwell i mean you we got a really nice lineup we got raquel below from spain nice um yeah we got we got a lot of pilots yeah maxwell so it's, right it's cool. yeah. yeah yeah nick maxwell will be yeah, there JC yeah Zenko. we got a really nice lineup. yeah nice. yeah jc will be there yeah absolutely you can't forget about yeah. Burke camera too right <laughs> Nah, he might be there running the event so yeah, yeah. Burke camera never gets a chance to fly to be honest with you yeah so so the last, 
the last time I saw Bert Cameron fly, he ran into a freaking tree <laughs> at the blowout. <laughs> it's a serious story. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got, well, I'm going to ask you about that a little later. <laughs> uh, that's cool. So, so what what makes OHP stand out from the rest of the events that you know that are in the U.S. Um, not to compare events per se, but you know, like OHP has always been an event that, like, as soon as I got to Helles, I started hearing about it. People are like, you, it's like Urcha and OHP is like two events you really have to go to. Spring Fling, it's another one. Like, you know, so yeah, the top tier events and and what makes them stand out. If I if. Okay, so like from if I try to put myself outside of my own shoes, sure, and looking at it from the outside, which mm-hmm. is very hard to do, but I could kind of get an idea and tell you that, in my opinion, I think it's because um, OHB's grown um, to a level that no other event has, mm-hmm. modesty aside. Like in terms of you know events around the U.S., there's nothing like OHB in terms of its size. Um, the number of sponsors, mm-hmm. uh, the number of like top pilots, international as well as domestic, you know, top pilots and so forth. And I think it had probably something to do with the fact that I begged a lot of people for a long time. <laughs> and I had a lot of friends in the industry. Sure. <laughs> but I think it also had to do a lot with the fact that um, it's a, it's it's happening at the right place at the right time. So, mm-hmm. you know, picture of like, you know, the, the, the rest of the world or the northern hemisphere is going through a nasty period. And all of a sudden here you have a place that's in the 70s or possibly even possibly the 80s okay. in the middle <laughs> of December, you know, with Disney World next door. Nice. And I think that a lot of people because over the years, you know, you can see pilots that would come and or like in general and they bring the family and the kids mm-hmm. and say they'll do disney for two or three days and they'll do ohb for a couple of days or right. you know and even when they're doing ohb their wives are still going shopping or going to a theme park with the kids or mm-hmm. it's just a great destination to be at you know at a at a good time of year mm-hmm. when everybody else is just freezing their butts off, <laughs> you know yeah, let, let's talk about the time. So OHB this year is what December seventh through tenth, right? Correct, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh huh. Awesome. And there's like there's camping there. I'm guessing. Like, I mean, what's the uh, facilities like? I guess because uh, you did mention that before, you didn't really have much of a facility. Yeah, I mean the 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 field in itself is like a completely empty field, but we we prepare the field very well ahead of the event. So mm-hmm. like. Um, I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It's not a, uh, it's not like a theme park or a national park, but right, right. it's prepared well enough to where like everything you need is there. You got, you know, you got food vendors, you mm-hmm. got, um, you got bathrooms, you know, obviously porta potties, you got lights at night for night flying. Nice. We got plenty of space for, um, uh, uh, you know, RVs or campers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, um, we don't have power, of course. So whomever brings a camper, they have to bring their own generator mm-hmm. or whatever. Sure. But you know, it's it's a nice private field as well. It's kind of even though it's the area has grown in recent years to where it's it's in the middle of the city. It is um, it's part of the city of Winter Garden's water percolation uh, site. So in other words, it's it, it's it's all it's privately owned, even though it's owned by a city. Mm-hmm. It's a private piece of property. It's not like it's not like just an open field. It's all fenced in and okay. it's private. So once you go in through that gate, you you go through a bunch of like you go through like a tree line and you're inside this sort of like private, um, you know, uh, 60 or 80 acre field that's surrounded by trees. So nice. it's, it's kind of like a really cozy kind of cool environment. You know, you don't have like a road next to you. You don't have like I mean, it, it's a really cool place to be. Nice. Um, but I, I think that I think again the popularities come mainly because of the time of year, mm-hmm. or the place where it's being held, and and you know it's it's it, you know it's it's been consistently running. We've been running this thing for ten years, yeah. so and and we've historically had. I have to knock on wood. I hope I don't jinx myself. We've historically had excellent weather every single year. I think there was one year when we had a rainy day on Thursday, which wasn't mm-hmm. even we used to. We used to run a three-day event. It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sure. And then we grew it into a four-day event as of the last three years because people start showing up earlier and earlier. And it's like, okay, yeah. it gets to the point where you have got to start the event earlier. 
But I think we had a year when a Thursday was a wash because it rained all day. Um, but that's one of those years when the event officially started on a Friday. But again, knock on wood, we've, we've had great weather like every single year. I don't remember a single year where it was bad to where the event was either a wash or where mm-hmm. people weren't enjoying themselves, you know? Sure. Yeah. So, knock on wood. <laughs> So do you guys have any, do you guys arrange any competition? I know you say you have like your kind of power hours and stuff, um, noontime demos, but do you do any like auto rotation competitions? I heard, uh, little birdie say something about Nick Johnson wanting to do, uh, some Raptor 30 old school heli competition there. Uh, we've always had a little bit of a fun contest here. You know, mm-hmm. my main goal has always been to not, um, due to many organized events within the event, because right. I, I'm a big believer that the pilots want to have fun. You know, yeah. they, they, they don't, they don't want this like, okay, from two to four, we have this from four to five. We have like, yeah, yeah. You, unlike Urcha where, you know, they have the demo hours and things like that. We don't do that. We only okay. hold, we only do demos Saturday, um, from 12 to, I don't know, 12 to one or 12 to one thirty, depending on the number of sponsors we have for any given year. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on the time they require. So it might, it might take as long as two hours, but we do yeah. it Saturday and the rest of the time we just let it go. We do have the auto rotation contest, um, that we've, it's been a tradition since day one. Nice. And it's just a good old school, nothing fancy, just auto rotation contest. Um, and we do that sometimes Saturday afternoon. And the winner usually ma- takes three hundred dollars cash. It changes. It changes from year to year. Nice. But it's between. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a little bit of cash money. It's not too bad. Yes, yeah, set a blaze and, and uh, some extra parts when you drive it in yeah, from an auto. <laughs> just, yeah, from just doing an auto. Yeah. And uh, and this year, Nick um, Nick Johnson has this idea to do this Raptor Thirty contest, which I, yeah, that's that's all Nick. Like that's yeah, yeah. not an official thing. I don't. Uh, I think it would be interesting. I just don't know, you know. I don't. I don't it. That's a tough one, man. I mean, yeah. I love to see it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one because people need to get their that like getting getting a hold of all of those machines means, you know, a new build and money and whatever. But I'm curious because that would be cool. Well, I hear a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the A main pilots and stuff. They they try to bag those, you know, old helis up and they. They just fly them. They fly the crap out of them just the way they are stock. Those, you know, old school servos and everything. Um, so it oh, should yeah. be interesting. I, I think it'll be pretty cool and definitely something worth uh, doing some Facebook yeah. lives with. And this year we have the Speed Cup, which we oh, did nice. two years ago. Yeah, we did this two years ago. Mm-hmm. We didn't last year, but we did it two years ago. So the cool thing about the Speed Cup is, is that it's going to happen on Thursday. So for the okay. people that are really not into speed, or they don't care about it, right. you know, because speed takes is going to take a lot of the flight, the flight line. Sure, but we'll do it on Thursday. So Thursday mm-hmm. for a couple of hours, two three hours, um, the flight line will be closed while we do the speed cup. Um, is uh, Justin making out there? Justin Pucci? Yeah, just yeah. So the guys from MHSFA, so Justin mm-hmm. Pucci, Santiago, mm-hmm. Ben cannot make it this year, but Santiago and Justin will be here. Awesome, and they'll help officiate the event. And then it's sponsored by Scorpion, of course. So of course, Joey has got a hand in that. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. Yeah, so Uncle Uncle George will, mm-hmm. is helping us out. You know, the expenses to make it happen. So we're very, very thankful to awesome. him. But, uh, yeah, it'll be fun because we'll do speed also with, um, I forgot what the class is called now. I, I can't remember, but, uh, the, the little 380s and stuff like, uh, 280s, 280s. Yeah, that's why like I say that. mini comment. So like, <laughs> yeah, mini comment. Absolutely. That'll be super cool. That'll do. And then we'll have drag races. So it'll, it'll nice. be cool. It won't just be like your traditional. Like regular speed cup, it'll be sure. it'll it'll, ha- it'll have a class for everybody. That's great. So there's no excuses for everybody to enter. You know, mm-hmm. awesome. So. Cool. So all right. So now let's go into some of the, the best moments and stuff. I know you don't have much time, so we'll kind of go through them quick. So, um, funniest moment. Man, you're putting me on the spotlight. <laughs> That's a tough. I'm one. sure you got know. a couple of them, so it's gonna be hard to pinpoint one. But the thing is, like, at the event, that's a hard one. Let me think. Let me think. Let me yeah. think. Oh, my God. Funniest moment. Funniest moment. Oh, I can't share that one. Uh, <laughs> now you have to. Come on. 
No, the show is PG thirteen. I can't do that. Hold yeah, on. No, we're explicit. Think. We're explicit here. We are. We were explicit. Funniest. Okay. You, uh, but nobody's. Well, okay. Oh God. <laughs> I probably shouldn't really share this. Uh, Actually, there's there, there's not, uh, there's nothing wrong with this. Okay. This is funny. Okay. So my best buddy Gator, you know Gator, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So everybody's flying at the flight line, and no, no, I, I really can't share this. Oh, no, no, I really can't. This is bad. I mean, dude, there's so many funny moments. It's like mm-hmm. it's just it's the whole event is just it is packed with fun. It's like yeah, like for me, it's a little different, you know, because I I. I'm really running around all day, like kind of worried about like making sure everything's going okay. Right. Nobody hurt themselves. Like mm-hmm. the food vendors are there. Like you know, there's no issues with fly line safety. Like you, like sure. it, you know, the lights are gonna start up at night, and like you know, getting ready Saturday for the raffle time, and uh, making sure that the raffles go well throughout the day, the pilot mm-hmm. raffle and the night fly. And, like, but so I don't really get like much time to enjoy myself to be honest with you like i get these little moments where sure. i just go out there and i hang yeah. but i mean anybody that's been there it's just it's it's every comment that i get not obviously they're not going to tell me otherwise if they don't want to make me feel bad about it but i think everybody's really having a lot of fun i think everything is it, it's just fun it's just a lot of fun so you know i'm messaging so gator I, right now right just because <laughs> so, I, I gotta so, hear the story <laughs> so for okay so for the listeners for yeah. the listeners of the show i really don't want to share this like out in the open but if you ever see gator in person yeah. just ask him what happened during the demos at 2016 ohb where you were standing out there and your shirt lifted up so that's all that's all i'm saying so um but no man it's, it's just it's so much fun like lots of funny moments it's sure. really hard to pinpoint one because over the years i've seen so many things and like i've like it's just been so cool you know and and especially like like even comparing like what ohb 2008 was to 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 today to last year's like after nine years of running the event it's like man how like how people have changed like how the crowd is not because you know you see similar crowds at all the events but how the crowd has changed in nine years. How like mm-hmm. helis have changed. Well, yeah. How like big jump you know, in technology. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody was flying flybard in two thousand eight. Everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there were a couple of weirdos freaking flying flybardless. Then <laughs> now the weirdos are the ones that are flying flybard. Sure. You know? So lots of changes. Cool awesome. Um, so let's just go for like the most memorable moment. You know, something that like always sticks in your heart every time you think about OHP or the events. Um, there was a year when, and, and this happens every year, I, I can always relate to the very last memory of OHB, which is, um, the very last part of the event, um, which, you know, the events running through Sunday, including Sunday, and believe it or not, there's lots of people there on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, and more than, more than I've really seen at most other events, like, I mean, it's not unusual for us to have 50 pilots on a Sunday which is really cool, but every day, every year, sorry, typically at the end of the event, which is to me, the end of the event for me, the organized part of the event is the the end of Saturday, right? And we we, we do the night flying at that point. And at the end of the night flying, it's like, and like when we announce the the winner of the night fly, it's just to me, it's always the best part of the event. Because it's like, you know, hey, we made it. It went great. Everybody enjoyed themselves. You know, everything went out flawlessly. It's great. But there was that one year, which I cannot remember which year it was, which was the first year that I ever saw Justin Cook fly, right? Okay. It could have been 2012, maybe. He was like eight or nine years old, right? Sure. And, and like, I've seen him fly once or twice before, but I never really paid attention because, you know, it's so much ta- talent. It's really mm-hmm. hard to keep up with everybody. Mm-hmm. And this kid came and he did the night flying. He was like eight years old, I think he was. And he, he, he went up against Kyle Stacy. Like he was at the end of the, like the night fly against Kyle Stacy. <laughs> and, and if he listens to the podcast, he would agree with me that he did not fly as good as Kyle Stacy. No doubt. He did not. Right. Not mm-hmm. then. No way. But 
his fly was so freaking good for having been a newbie and only eight years old right. that the crowd went so nuts. Really? That nice. the only, yeah, oh yeah. That the only fair thing to do was just to make a tie between him and Kyle. Because <laughs> it would have been it would have been unfair for the crowd and for the kid to yeah. give it to Kyle. Even though Kyle deserved to win it, it would have been unfair for right. him and the crowd. And it also would have been unfair for Kyle having flown the way he flew to have given it to Justin. So we made a time. Yeah. We made a time. Okay. And like that was like such a moment because like this is so awesome. This kid is like eight years old and he's and people are so excited because he really, really flew his ass off. Like, yeah. so, like, it was like, I ho I wish there was a video of that. But, mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the most memorable moments. It's like, like, it, it was like the stress of like, what do we do? Because Bobby and I were judging it. Yeah, like, we, yeah. had, we, we had judges and the judges were calling for Stacy, but the crowd was overwhelmingly calling for justin cook mm -hmm. and bobby and i was like we can't just do that to the crowd we can't do that to that kid he's just he's really awesome yeah so yeah. we like we made a tie and that was like so cool that was so awesome, cool. awesome. you know seeing new blood you know yeah. um and like shoulder skills at the event like i thought that was just awesome that's great so yeah awesome but yeah all right and then we have one final question um because i know the time is limited at this point but um we have a lot of folks that are coming now to HB as a first-time attendee. So, would you do you have any advice you can give uh, first-time, you know, attendees uh, to HB? For for which I'm sorry, I, I kind of lost you there for, for a second. For like first-time attendees, right? So, like Kevin, um, who couldn't make it on today's show, but it's going to be coming down yeah. to OHB on Friday, and he's never been yeah. to OHB. So, you know, any any tips or advice you can give him? The only tip that I always give everybody. When they've never been pre-registered, pre-registered, yeah. simply because of a lot, two two main reasons. Um, number one, it makes your life easier as a pilot mm -hmm. when you get to the field. If you're pre-registered, all you have to do is tell the guy that's running registration or the people. Generally, there's two, three people running re running registration. You just tell them, "Hey, I'm pre-registered," and they look up your name. They mm -hmm. bring this little bag and they hand it to you, and off you go. Done. That's it. Simple. Nice. You don't have to sign anything. You don't have to. Well, you don't have to sign do that anything. AMA forms and your AMA number. And Nothing. That? It's all done. It's all done online. It's all done. They it's give you a bag. Done. Okay. Away. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and you get a free T-shirt. So wow. if you don't pre-register and you get to the field, I mean, we we're more. You're more than welcome, obviously, to show up, and we're glad to have you. But you're gonna have to stand in line. You're gonna have to fill all the forms. There's a waiver that you have to fill sure. fill mm -hmm. out um, for um, which is city requirement for the property that we fly in, and then plus your typical fun fly stuff and everything else, and you don't get a t-shirt. So wow. and the price is the same. There's yeah. like no difference. So it's it's worth pre-registering. That's the first piece of advice. Definitely. Second piece of advice I give people is mm -hmm. um, if if you want to go out there and like enjoy the event. The most enjoyment is just to hang like late hours on Saturday. I know a lot of, we, we try not to do this every day of the event because, you know, again, we're, you know, we're, we're in Orlando. So some people want to go to dinner. They want to go to Disney. They want to do this or that. Sure, yeah. But Saturday, Saturday, um, you, you should stay for the night fly because the night fly is a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, the raffle takes place in the evening on Saturday. Okay. And it's a very big raffle. We give away, I don't know, and historically we've given, there's the year when we give away like $30,000 worth of prizes wow. Saturday evening. So, yeah, so you have got to stay for that mm -hmm. and you have got to stay for the night fly. So awesome. other than that, like it's just all a laid back event. Go out there, support this, the, the sponsors by stopping by and saying hello to them or whatever. Um, ask as many questions as you want to ask. It's a great place to go and like learn from other pilots um, you know, ask questions, look at the coolest, latest, um, stuff that's out there and just have, just have pure fun. It's just a fun place. You know, that's why we do the hard work. So you guys can have fun. Awesome. So for folks that want to pre-register, uh, where would they go? So it's RC flight deck, RC deck.com. You know, as most people know, they do a lot of registration for events. Uh, just search for Orlando. Um, I think if you search for Orlando Heli, you'll find it. Yep. Um, that's, that's the easiest way. Um, 
you can go to facebook.com slash, um, I think it's Orlando Blowout. So it's facebook.com slash Orlando Blowout. And uh, there's on our Facebook page, there's a registration link as well. It says registration, and it'll redirect you to um, the, the actual RC flight deck page that is used for registering to the event, so you don't have to search for it. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, so for our listeners, get your registration in because it closes on December 4th at uh, 11.55 p.m. So uh, if you want to get that shirt, it was, looks like it also comes with a commemorative pin, it says. Yeah, this is our 10th anniversary. So, um, and it's, and it's, I hate to announce this because this is sad, but it's, it's already been kind of discussed and it's, there's a 99% probability this is our very last year. Oh, no. So, yeah. So, if you've never been, you have got to be there because there's not going to be a two thousand. There's, it's definite, definite that there is not, not going to be a 2018 edition of OHB. So if you've never been, you have got to be. You have got to go. You have oh, got to man. check it out. Putting me in a tough spot. I need to go. I have the time off and the okay from the wife, but spending the money for the plane ticket and uh, you know all the stuff is kind of out of my you know reach right now. With Christmas right around the corner and stuff. Ugh. I'm gonna have, to, I'm gonna have yeah. to sell something or do something. <laughs> I got to figure this out. I got to make it down there. You can always get a tent. You can always get a tent and pitch a tent. It's not even a stay. It's just it's really the flight because you know I mean I'm I'm with Team uh, RC Heli Hangout and like Frank and Chris they're both like dude we got room in our camper just get your butt down to the airport and we'll pick you up and everything so I'm like all right cool and I look at flights and it's like you know two fifty three hundred bucks but it's like oh man I got my Christmas gift still <laughs> you know I can't neglect my family with, with Christmas and come right around the corner but ah oh, man I'm I might have to figure something out. I you don't really you. have to buy presents for your wife. Just cut down on the Christmas expense, man. I did that already last year. It worked <laughs> out really well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll see. I'll see what I can figure out. Maybe I'll just put the flight on a credit card and just say, you know, yellow and do this. Damn, last year, huh? Hmm. Well, what it is is we've run it. This is, again, this is the 10th year. Mm-hmm. And every year it seems to get more and more difficult to get enough volunteers from the club to make yeah. this run smoothly. And it literally takes about 20 people to run this event at during the event. Mm-hmm. You know, Carrie and I start the preparations as early as like, I would say March or April, believe okay. it or not. And not in full force, but we start discussing things March or April and we start working towards it at around August to September. Like right after Urcha, we start putting a lot of hours into like, you know, the organization, the layout, like the permits, the city permission, the permits. You know, the property is in the city of Okoye, but it's owned by another city. So we got to get permission from both cities, get permits filed, get tents, get fire department permits as well. Rent everything, you know, from dumpsters to lights to sound system to like porta potties to contracting food vendors to reaching out to every sponsor and setting every like it's a lot of work. And then once you get there, we have to spend we need at least 20 people between flight line safety, registration, parking. Um, you know, handling the raffles, like the whole shebang takes about a crew of 20. So it, it's been getting increasingly more difficult for us to get enough volunteers because after all, it's a non-for-profit event. You know, the event has donated money to charitable organizations like, uh, Ronald McDonald, like Toys for Tots, like the local charities within, um, you know, our local, um, area here in Florida. So like every single dime we make, it's all non-for-profit. So there's not a paid position at OHB. It's not like we can say, oh, we'll hire you. We'll give you 500. But it doesn't, that right, does not right. exist. Mm-hmm. So people need to come and help us voluntarily as a, as a, vol- as a volunteer position. And it's hard to get that kind of help. So Gary's having knee problems now too. And like, I've been so busy with the business and it's just like, it's gotten to that point where like, and on top of that, the hobby is starting to slow down or it has already slowed down, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, it's it, how much longer can we run it successfully? You got to leave it. You got to end it in a good note. Not to say that there will never, ever be an event again at our club, yeah. but in its current format called Orlando Helicopter Blowout, the way it's been run for the last nine years coming up to um, 10 years, mm-hmm. 
that existing format is is done. This is our last year, and so we're so we're very excited and we're very kind of nostalgic and kind of like a little bit sad about it. But it yeah. has to happen. Gary and I have been talking about calling it quits for three years, and every year he he goes ahead because he thinks I don't want to end end it, and I go ahead because I don't think he wants to end it. Sure. And I think we both get a we both enjoy like like seeing it happen because everybody loves it and it's just mm -hmm. a cool event and like it's hard to say we're pulling the plug but it served its purpose it served served its lifetime 10 years is, is a long time in hobbies for hobby standards and and this is it this is it so we're making uh, it bigger boy. bigger and nicer than we ever have so um it, we we're hearing a lot of we're hearing from a lot of people that it's, there's just a lot of enthusiasm from a lot of people that I've never seen come to OHP before coming this year, mm -hmm. um, simply because it's the 10th anniversary. And some people have heard rumors. So the rumors no longer are rumors. So. Yeah, you guys all heard it here. So you got to get your ass down to OHP this year. And you know what? I got to do the same. I got I to gotta get down there. All right. You have to. Yeah, yeah, I have, have to. to. It's 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 a must now. And even if I don't bring any helis to fly or nothing, that's okay. It's you know, I'll just fly all of Frank's helis. <laughs> I got plenty of helis myself, dude. Yeah, yeah, sure. You just <laughs> gotta fix it if you wreck it. That's it. I don't want to wrench, but sure. other than that, it's all good with me. Yeah, I don't mind wrenching. So. I'll, I'll wrench for you. Don't worry about that. <laughs> cool. All right. So I, I don't want to hold you up any longer. I know we're already past uh, nine o'clock now. You know, if anyone has questions about OHP, want to maybe volunteer or help out or, you know, kind of want to get in touch with you and talk to you about something, um, you have any kind of contact info you can give out? The, yeah, the best way to do it is to go to the Facebook page. Um, mm -hmm. I know not everybody is on Facebook, but um, but um, it's a regular Facebook page. It's not attached to like a profile. Sure. So even mm -hmm. if you're not on Facebook, I think you still can access it. You just got to go to facebook.com slash Orlando blowout. And then once you get to that page, um, there's a message link. If they have questions, they can send a message through there and it'll be answered within, you know, a few hours or whatever. Um, but, um, rcflightdeck.com mm -hmm. yep. search for Orlando helicopter blowout. I think it's easiest if you just search for Orlando, you can find it easier that way on their system. Yep. Um, send a message through there as well. And, uh, other than that, field's going to be open um, for camping as early as uh, Wednesday, December 6th. Anytime Wednesday, December 6th, people can arrive with their campers. And then, obviously, they have to leave by end of day, Sunday, December 10th. The event is officially uh, open on Thursday. But if somebody arrives early on Wednesday and, you know, if, as long as they're not interfering with field setup, they're more than welcome to fly. Okay. And hang and do whatever they want to do. And, uh, but again, Thursday morning, the event officially starts Thursday at about 8 a.m. Um, we have our pilots meeting at about nine. Thursday, we have the speed cup, which will run for about two to three hours around noon to noontime. Noontime on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Friday is open flying all day long. Saturday is open flying until about 11. And at that time, or 12. And at that time, we close just the center fly station for the demos. That runs for a couple hours. Then we reopen the center stage. And then um, at about 3.30, we'll do the auto-rotation. Granted, maybe we'll do something with Nick and the uh, old-school SmackDown type thing he has mm -hmm. in mind. Yep. And that might happen, too, on Saturday. And then Saturday, um, 5, 5 o'clock in the evening, right before sunset, we'll do the big main raffle. And right after dark, um, we have about a 30-minute pause, and then we do the night fly. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm excited. This is going to be cool. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I hate, I hate doing it every year, but then when it gets time for it, I start getting excited. So sure. I get nervous and I get excited. <laughs> so it's cool. Awesome. All right. So you guys all heard it here. Gotta go. Gotta do this. It's going to be the last one. And, you know, let's, let's support the, uh, the RC Heli community and, and Torches Field for holding this event for us. And let's do this. So let's all go. I hope to see you there, Steve. I, I'm going to make my way down now. Uh, yeah, like I said, I got the okay from wife. I already took, the, I already took Friday off because I, I was expecting to fly Friday to get down there 
Friday afternoon. See what you know. See wife, wife is all that matters. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, my wife's really Everything understanding. Everything else we so. can figure out later. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll just put myself in debt some more. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not like I'm not in enough debt with all these helicopters, but awesome. Now nah, I'm gonna be there. If, this, this is it. If you only knew, if you only knew about that. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Bert, for taking the time, um, coming on the show, and and let us know, you know, all about OHB here. Thank you for having me. Are you coming, Fred? Uh, sure, I'll bring all my planes. <laughs> Park it. <laughs> hey, we'll let you do a demo around noon on Saturday. How about that? You let me do a demo on around noon on Monday. That's awesome. <laughs> you got to bring a plane. Do a demo, but at the end of the demo, we have to see a bunch of sticks. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> just yeah. imagine just piling in a, a nice. That's the best plane. part. Of, that's the best part of flying planes is they become toothpicks. Yes. <laughs> Uh, toothpicks and you know pieces of like you know covering that flap around God, this is this is a tough crowd for fred i'm sure that uh yeah when he brings in an airplane guy steve you're having a hard time yourself so yeah and better behave <laughs> yeah yeah awesome all right so yeah thanks again um and yeah i'll see you in a couple weeks then. all right thank you guys appreciate the opportunity anytime all right <laughs> all right thanks Bert. see ya all right, let's do news and announcements. News and announcements. Well, I'm waiting on Kevin to finish it, but I know I don't know where he is. Somewhere South <laughs> Jersey, I guess. Somewhere in Jersey, <laughs> working in a pool or something. I don't know. He's <laughs> helping Santa doing elf things. Yeah, he, he's yes, yeah, Santa doing elf things, putting up security cameras to see if you're naughty or nice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, pads to keep the misbehaving kids out. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. So, what do you got for news? Uh, nice. Wait a <laughs> yeah. Let me let me look that up. <laughs> I see you're typing something. Yes. So I'll just I'll just say it. So um, <laughs> yeah, Mike Park, Mike Parker uh, hit me up and he just wanted he uh, he was like, oh, I got some news. Uh, Real Flight Eight, the sim. You can now download it for ninety nine bucks on TowerHobbies.com. That's cool because I, you know, I know some of you guys are talking about doing um, the Microsoft Simulator X online. You can download it off Steam. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of these game companies should do that. I think um, the Steam platform it's an easy way to distribute your game, and the whole buying process is very streamlined. So why not get on that platform and and get your game, you know, available through Steam? Because then it also I mean, obviously, you have to make it for Mac and PC uh, compatible, but um, once it's there, you know, there's Steam. The app for Steam is it's on both platforms. So once you get your app working for both, it just, you know, it's seamlessly, okay, you're on a Mac. Download the Mac version, you know? So that's confusion. Yeah. It's just easy. When I did AccuRC, it was, you know, I put in a code, so I didn't even have to buy it, um, but it was great. It's like, boom, get it, download it. Um, Steam handles all of your updates for you and stuff, so it has all that that logistics figured out for it, for the companies. So yeah, I think it's a great platform, and as long as you have the bandwidth to download it. Sure, I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're on dial-up or something like that, yeah, go to the store or order your copy, and you know, get your little get your DVD or whatever, and and, and load it onto your machine that way. But yeah, if not, then. You know what it is also? Because games used to come in, you know, on CDs and DVDs. And more of these computers that I see don't have that anymore. So I guess they can send you a USB stick. <laughs> I guess that's an option. Yeah, that, that would work. In the fashion of Kevin and news and announcements, I'm at Horizon Hobbies. And let me see if I see anything new. There's a Cyber Week deal. So there's a bunch of Cyber Week stuff. Uh, you still get the three times... On the RC Club rewards points for uh, select items, or no, on everything site wide. So that's pretty cool. I was uh, listening to the other one of the other podcasts, um, RC After Hours, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm hoping that they'll do some sort of purchase episode. You know what what to buy this this season. You're running out of time a little bit, but uh, you know those guys. That's their big thing is doing all the reviews and stuff. And I was yeah. commenting on on the. Uh, 
where you can type in live during their podcast. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like they might think about it. So I'm, I'm hoping they kind of follow yeah, up with that. That would be cool. I still need to get an Inductrix. When you guys were to talk about it last week, I was like, oh, man. Well, skip the Inductrix, man. I mean, it's a good little platform. Well, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna build my own. I already build have one. I, I built one that kicks my Inductrix butt for about 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. You got to send me some links then. I need... Yeah, because the ones I was pricing out was like one something. Yeah, no, it uh, the frame and motors was like twenty bucks. The flight control board was another twenty bucks. Uh, and I already know. have a frame. I just need the motor yeah. and a flight controller. And the and the the higher you know power motors are awesome. And then um, mm-hmm. and then yeah, just uh you know the cameras. I got I got a yeah. I have it from my Nano QX. It's not the great camera. I know they are um. RC After Hours guys talked a lot about the, the Nano QX camera compared to the Inductress camera. But for what I'm going to do it, you know, in my garage or in my house. Is I tell enough. you, man, just for 20 bucks, you can get one that goes up to 200 milliwatts. You want the whip antenna, not the cloverleaf, because you're going to crush the cloverleaf every time you crash. I can also I can also take that. I have a Hyperion little camera um, on my, what is that, the flight test one, um, brushless the one. The Gremlin, yeah, yeah. So I have that camera too, so I could always just use that too. But uh, yeah, you know, I wanted to I wanted to get something small and light and fun. And so even though the I guess they're called tiny whoops instead of inductrix for those yeah. custom ones, are they? Um, do they still run off the same single cell two hundred milliamp or one fifty milliamp batteries? Sort of. Uh, I went up to a uh, a little bit higher uh, milliamp battery. That's a, it's a little single cell. They're a little bit larger, but they're using a larger um, connection. Oh, the connector, yeah, because I heard that's a a, a poor design on the small on the other yeah, ones, right? On small ones, it just has a hard time getting the power through that. You know, mm-hmm. it's a very low power connection. Right. Uh, so I'm, you know, so the the whoop I got now, man, does flips and rolls easy. I mean, my my inductors won't do it. It'll flip over, and it might even actually level <clears> back out. But it doesn't have the power to not just drop through its own prop wash. Mm-hmm. Not the crazy powerful motors, but the was it the fourteen something kV motors, fourteen thousand something, were the were actually a better pick. Yeah, it was a seven mil diameter versus the six mil, and it just it makes a made a big difference. I was impressed. Awesome. All right, so let's move to what's next for you in the hobby. Well, for me. Uh, I still mm-hmm. have to get my uh, maidens or remaidens done. I'm also waiting on some of the stuff I purchased this weekend to come in. I am I got a, a flight control board for my Inductrix. I'm switching out and I'm beefing it up to a uh, beta flight compatible nice. uh, flight control board and and the the larger motors. I already got everything else. I'm just waiting on the board. Nice. So I'll get those finished up and you know that's going to be my you know cheap toss in the vehicle, keep it in there and, and fly it when I show up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just kind of semi-interesting. So awesome! All right, so what do I got? Um, probably gonna go fly sometime this weekend. I don't know if I'm gonna actually get anything else. I gotta get my vegan done. I know. I just, you know, these guys. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Facebook Live video on Saturday, but uh, but the nose picking. Yeah, the nose picking. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rob got his vegan going, and Kevin was flying his. And, you know, those things are hard to capture on video, but it de- yeah. definitely was a lot of fun. And, and, you know, I need to join in on that fun and get mine done. So um, at the very least, I might just kind of paint the bottom of the wing a little so I have some um, color difference. I need to put the ailerons on, which means I need to find where I put the ailerons. Uh, because, that, you know, when I did the fiberglass, I cut them off so I could use uh, either CA hinges or, or you know, real hinges. Yeah. So I, I got a set of CA hinges. I'll just throw those on there and glue them and see what happens. But I got to find the ailerons, um, put a, a layer of a fiberglass on it, and then basically attach the nose and attach the canopy, and I'm done. Like, you know, the rest of it should be pretty much everything else internally. What's set the holdup? I just time. I just I haven't been in a garage to work on anything in a while. And, you know, truthfully, it's been pretty damn cold in the garage so i haven't really you know i haven't really pushed myself um you just have to break down and put in a, a chimney and a fireplace yeah i mean i have a, i have a heater and then my friend was like dude i got this electric ceramic here you want it and i was like sure i'll take it 
No, you, just you know? just break down, put it in an actual chimney, put it in an actual wood burning fireplace, and uh, that'll that'll get you warmed up. You're you'll be uh, shedding clothes inside there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see. You'll see. I, you know, yeah, putting a chimney in that sounds like sounds like a lot of work, but it sounds like fun too. So no, it's you don't have to like you don't have to put bricks and stuff down. No, no, you're you talking about just like a yeah, just cut a hole for like a pellet for the pass through for the stove or something, right? Awesome. Yeah, okay, so. But yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, I'm actually taking a look and I'm going to be, I'm booking my flight to OHB right now. So that's, that's going to happen in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. I, I hope Bert doesn't actually put me on the uh, schedule for a demo. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, let's do a wrap up. Oh, so, then, huh? so, so uh, Facebook comments. Well, let's do uh, Facebook likes first. All right, you do the likes. I I, I just want to – I got one or two on here I saw that I just have to repeat. Okay, we are at 710 likes. That's plus three this week. Awesome. All right, and let's get ready to cue the music. We have Edwin Smith, Glenn Andrews, and Jay Pina. Oh, that was hardly worth the music at all. I know. Come on, guys. Give me some harder names here. <laughs> awesome. All right. Hopefully, um, yeah. Hopefully, I'll see a bunch of listeners, a bunch of folks, uh, friends down at OHB. Um, yeah. I know, like, my whole team, RC Heli Hangouts, so a lot of those folks are going to be there. So, so yeah, it's going to be awesome. Okay. Facebook comments. What do we got for Facebook comments, right? Well, some some guy named William Anthony claims to never miss an episode. But uh, the one that I thought <laughs> was funny is, is commenting on the uh, episode 102. Kyle Snyder says, was listening today, going to the field, and realized my flight style is old mad 3D. Yeah. Damn, I'm only 31. <laughs> Typo. He didn't spell man correctly. So Kevin thought that was funny. He says, old mad. That's cool. It's a mix between old man 3D and old mad Old man metal. Old man metal. And, uh, yeah. Uh huh. So yeah, Kyle then caught on that he had typoed and and thought it was kind of amusing. So I enjoyed reading that little back and forth. Awesome. And that's it. That, that's that's the comments I caught that I was worth sharing. Awesome. Website comments. All right. Do you have any? I'm looking right now. Damn you, Kevin! You're giving me so much more work to do now. <laughs> this, this is where we should just left it blank, and then Kevin could have edited it in himself. You know what? That's a fantastic idea. All right, Kevin, edit that magic together. Yes, Kevin, add the Facebook comments. I mean, not Facebook comments, website uh, comments. The website comments. Right here. I, right actually, if now. you do that, add it right here, right where we're saying, I guess you don't have to take a no-show for the podcast. Hmm. There you go. Even though you didn't get a chance to you know, chat with Bert like we did, but yeah. Well, Well, one of us. Well, yeah, you got some planker talk in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I took a few yeah. digs. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, just edit the podcast so that way you have little blurbs of you say, uh-huh. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Imagine, imagine if Kevin edited himself completely in the episode. You know, like. And it's like, oh, let's talk about it. I'm here, guys. Yeah, I'm yeah, here. Not like, you know, maybe not with the questions <laughs> and stuff. They're the main topic. But like. How's everyone's week been? And he's like, oh, let me start. Oh, no, no. It'd be hilarious if Kevin then edited out some of your questions and put his own in there. And <laughs> right, right. Just, the yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> Drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Check out our webpage, freefallrcpodcast.com. Say hi to Chris Reibert. Hi, Chris Reibert. Hey, Chris. Uh, flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast, free forestry podcast, sitting next to the FT community cast. I pet no mic. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to sound like a mono- <laughs> monotone robot. Well, then after you did it all, there was a weird buzz. But uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I got some uh, messages on my, my phone. My phone's blowing up. 
let's see, rcheliehangouts.com forums under rcheliehangouts main section, podcast corner, and free for RC podcast sitting next to the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Hi, guys. Do you know their names? <laughs> You're like, hi, guys. Hi. And Joel Mike. <laughs> hey, Walt and Ed. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> I, I remember Ed's name. I couldn't remember Walt. Sorry, Walt. All right. So, yeah. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks to Bert for coming on the show. And, uh, and it was kind of last minute. I think I hit him up like a day or two ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Free us, guys. And we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya. Thanks. All right. So my wife lets me know. She says, after next week, I'm taking the next three weeks off. I'm like, what? You know, you people with all this time off, I don't know how you do it. <laughs>